saving money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Get access to actionable news and market research with all the information you need to invest smarter and profit faster. Start your free trial today at pro.benzinga.com. Welcome to First Trade, the show where we're educating new investors and traders. We recognize that some of us are experienced traders and some of us aren't. That's why we wanted to level the playing field and make the markets accessible to everyone. Thanks for tuning in and we hope you enjoy the show. What's going on, everyone? And welcome back to First Trade. We are back. We are live. Last episode, we were not live. We were pre-recorded, but it was a pretty cool one uh, featuring Jermaine Magruder, a.k.a. Strat Soldier, talking about the Strat. Um, my co-host, who is here today, but wasn't uh, for that episode, is going to come and join us now. Michael, what's going on? What's up? How we doing? I'm doing pretty good. Glad to see you back. Maybe not glad, but you are back. Um, what's what's up? Uh, uh, I said that already. Yeah, you know, you said that already. You know what's <laughs> up? Uh, Torchlight Energy Resources. That's what's up. Guess who got oh. out of it yesterday? I was so tired of being low on that one. I finally, when I finally saw it like break above what I bought in at, I'm like, yeah, I'm done with this. And then, uh, and then naturally it doubled. Because why wouldn't? Yep. You? you know, it's great. <laughs> Someone yeah. commented, this brown dude looks a lot like me. I feel like this sounds like Zunaid. <laughs> <laughs> it probably is. That's probably him. Hey, man. Uh, I mean, maybe we are twins uh, and we just don't know it. Um, okay, Torchlight. Actually, interesting enough, it is sitting... My average in that is not the lowest. It's like 3.5 or something. But sitting at almost 6, um, thinking about selling some of it off and then maybe setting a stop or something like that if you um, so don't sell do it today i'll punch you i'm dead serious get out of that dude. stock right now dude what are, you, what are you still doing should i get out of it right now yeah like right maybe now like two minutes but then we gotta we gotta bring our guest on do it in 60 um, seconds and sell it i'm serious don't even all right all right michael while i pull this up why don't you tell everyone what first trade is hmm I believe this is a show. I know what the show is. I'm just messing with you. This is a show where we're educating future investors and traders, people who have not made a You're lot of trades before. Listen, I just said I was joking. I do that all the time. Anyway, this is a show where we're educating new investors and traders, people who have not been in the markets a lot before, but are starting to make trades, starting to get educated. We're on episode 17 now. We've done a lot between 1 and 17. There's been a lot of great guests, a lot of good trades, um, a lot of also bad trades as well so you know it's been a good mix but we've got a really cool guest on today we had a really cool guest on last time i was absent last show um i'd missed about three dinners in a row with my girlfriend and i'm pretty sure she was gonna whack me if i missed another one so i had to take off early uh, but rowan had a good show i did tune into the last one not live but but it was it was great i liked it you guys did an awesome job on the last one kind of sad i couldn't join it was that like italian mob whack you like like you're gonna like, oh no she would have killed me i would have been dead uh, that's not a joke i'm serious i am pretty she's literally like if you don't leave the office by 5 30 i'm going to kill you and i took that very literally i didn't think that was a joke so i left and yeah and it was good all right all right here we go uh this is you know what my live account right here it's not massive um but it's there uh oh my god jason oh, wow. be in the chat um uh, okay so really quick because i do want to get to our guest 
Um, what we're going to do is we're going to sell some things. Are you trading um, on Weeble? I'm on Weeble right now. Wow. That is, in fact, the case. Um, all right. So look at that. You know, freaking bag holding AMC a little bit. Um, You're holding AMC? Not a whole lot of it, but I am. Um, wow. So, all right. Let's see. Torch. Let's go ahead and what's it at? 595. That's pretty solid. I'm going to sell. Screw it. I'll market sell it. Um, there you go. Do it. Get rid of it. I don't know how much I'm holding. Can I do a percentage? I actually, I'm feel kind of stupid right now. Uh, where is this? Dude, where's the, okay, here we go. I'm going to do 50%. Oh, this I'm going to really sell half of it. Why? Um, 100%. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, because I don't know. It could, I mean, Okay, I don't know. I feel like it could could go higher, but I, I know the show is called First Trade, but this isn't your actual first trade. I mean, you should know how to do this. Like this is technically this is hey, actually this is the end of my first trade. I haven't closed a position before. Oh, so this exciting. is exciting. Wow. Yeah, so there we go. go. I just sold half my torch and then I'm going to put another sell order in um but limit and uh let's do limit price of I don't know, $5. That's fine. And we'll do uh, we'll do percentage. And now that I've sold everything, the hundred percent of what I have left, uh, time and force will be good to cancel. Extended hours, yes. Um, place order. All right, I'm proud of you. Look at you right. go. Nice job. We got that out of the way. Oh, someone said don't sell till tomorrow. A little late for that one. Uh, what's my price target for AMC by the end of the week? I don't think I'm qualified to answer that question. Um, but where I would like to sell it at is if it gets in the 70s again. I don't know if it will, though. We'll see. I mean, the All squeezes right, gotta... have not squoze, you know? So, anyway. We both know we're not educated on AMC. Should we bring in our guests? We got a good one. Let's yes. do it. Let's get to it. Um, all right, folks. So, who do we have on the show today? We got Sarah, the Strat Sniper. We had a Strat episode with uh, Jermaine Magruder. Uh, for the last episode and we're back again but we're approaching it a little bit differently we're going to talk a little bit more you know risk analysis things like that um, and of course Sarah has a different strategy so we're going to get into that um, and I, I don't want to waste any time let's get into it let's bring Sarah on the show Sarah what's up how's it going hey it's going good how are you guys doing good 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 um, I feel left out like I need some headphones <laughs> they're honestly they're incredibly uncomfortable do, do they help you why do people always use them i never understood why i think rohan just likes the look if i'm being honest i really don't <laughs> they honestly don't help me at all they actually kind of hurt cut off the circulation to my head but you know oh, boy. choice that's yeah, funny. I mean, I, I, I feel like mine are definitely more comfortable than Michael's, the ones he's wearing right now. But personally, I like uh, like hearing myself and then also having no echo is kind of cool. But otherwise, yeah, they're semi-inconvenient. Cool. I had a question right. for you, Rahan. Where are you at? What is... Um, I'm in the office at Benzinga. So here, I'll, oh, I'll screen cool. myself. Cool, um, cool. I, I move out of here. Yeah. Wants to focus. I don't know if it does, but I'm um, at my desk. Yeah. Um, and so is Michael. He's just in another room. What about you? Where are you based out of? I am in my home office in St. Louis. Oh, very cool. We have uh, sitting next to me, I have producer AB, who is from St. Louis as well. Oh, really? Yeah, but he just moved to Detroit. So just left the area. Um, oh, I'm still, I'm still <laughs> like, wanted- soloed on screen. There we go. I'll bring you back. He left one violent city for the other one. 
<laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. Oh, yeah, man. It's a rough move. Uh, what was that? I said that was a rough okay, move. Never. Yeah, fair. No, no, AB was trying to yell at me. Um, okay, Sarah. <laughs> Uh, before we get too far into this, uh, for the people who don't know you, could you just tell us a little bit about yourself? I can. Um, I am 36 years old. I've been trading full time now since 2018. Um, I have a 16-year-old daughter. Uh, and I trade the Strat. That's pretty much my simple life. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, no, I, I mean, like, uh, I definitely have more follow-up questions to get into, like, how you trade the strat and and what your particular st- strategy is within that. Within that. Um, but before we get there, there's one question where we have to ask every guest on First Trade, um, given the name of the show, do you remember the details of, you know, what your first trade was, when you got into it, what was that ticker, how did it pan out? Could you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, it was Bitcoin. Oh, really? Uh, okay. Yeah, back in 2017 when it was, gosh, down at like four or 5,000, my brother told me about it. And he's like, you need to get in this. I've been in it since, I don't even know, a few months ago or whatever. And I was like, okay. And this was when it like really started to take off. And then uh, I just made too much money too fast. <laughs> and I was like, uh, okay. I guess this is what we're doing now. And then I just like fell in love with it. And I never had anything like I've always, always, always worked, but I never was passionate about anything. I just worked to make a living and everything that I did, I tried to, you know, do it the best. And I always had goals and I always wanted to reach them. And then finally I just found trading and started watching YouTube videos online and I just really became like obsessed with it so much so that it was all I did and learned and thought about. And I was like, at the time I was 32, 33 in 2018. And I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to become a full-time trader. Wow. And And that's kind of why I wanted to talk about risk management with you guys, because I didn't know what I was doing, you know, for a good two years. But because I'm a single mom, I was very frugal with my money. So my losses never got really big. And had they, I would not be here. Interesting. Um, Okay. Yeah, no, definitely a topic to get into. Uh, I am not, you know, like, I mean, I'm not exactly risk averse, but at the same time, I'm not thinking a whole lot about it. So I'd love to hear more about how you personally do that. Question from the chat from Aiden Kirby. How did Sarah find the strat? Curious. Like I find everything on the internet. That's kind of, you know, how it started. I started learning technical analysis um, and I knew about trends and, um, So it was really hard, like going from crypto to the stock market because crypto, I mean, it's open 24 seven. There's not a bunch of earnings and all this other stuff that you have to learn about. Um, So there was a bit of a learning curve there as well. Oh, I just like lost my train of thought. What? 
Well, you find it. This is a little bit off topic. I'm not going to lie, but this is this is kind of random. But were you are you like ex-military by any chance? Okay, and that's and that sounds like a really weird question. The reason being, like, I I watched a couple of your YouTube videos and stuff, and I saw like the sniper and like pistols and like machine gun trades and stuff like that. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, is this like all military focused trading or like what exactly are we? I did I had no idea. No, uh, I don't think I can share my screen. But that's that's like a it's a strat. That's what we were talking about. How I found the strat. So. Uh, no, it's not military, but we do have a lot of military people that trade in it. Uh, but it's a strategy when you have like consecutive, like I consider it to be five or more consecutive higher lows. So when the price reverses, like it did on SPY today. Okay, so this is what we call a pivot. So this is the SPY daily chart. And this was the last higher low down here at 420. And then if you count, you got one, two, three, four, five. So you had five daily higher lows. So when we took out yesterday's low, we knew we were coming back through and taking out everybody's stops. And obviously we had the FOMC today, so that helped. This is what we do, and we do this on any time frame. It can be the weekly, the daily, the 60, it can be the five-minute so these strategies that we show like work on every time frame. Yeah. And uh, so Jermaine, when he came on, he was talking a little bit more about, you know, the time frame continuity and kind of how to tell, uh, I guess the biggest takeaway I had from that other than the two, the, the two versus two reversals, I think it was called. Right. Um, other than that, like the biggest thing was just like being able to look at, you know, a series of charts and figure out whether or not like, you know, it was being bought or sold. Um, so I mean, that was right. thing that I really took away from that. I call myself an impatient trader cause I just kind of am. So this is what I want. I want these fast and hard slam downs. So, but even if you don't play short, you would know not to even attempt to get in a long position until we took this pivot out. So this is what the strat is also good for. Cause people are like, well, so what I go short here and I'm like, no, the short's over. Now you can be looking for a reversal and go back the other way because you it did its job. It took out all these pivots. Interesting. What kind of platform are you using here too? What are you What are you looking at this on? This This is just a uh, trading view. I do too much. I use trading view, TrendSpider, and TOS. I'm insane. <laughs> <laughs> but I like I like trading view because it's pretty. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Okay. This is like the most colorful platform I think I've seen. Yeah. yeah. This is awesome. Yeah, you can adjust it. Um, so I guess going back to that original question um, about risk management, how do you particularly while trading the strat um, go about risk management and, uh, you, know, you know, keeping those losses low? So I'm some people are percentage based. Um, I'm more dollar based. Um, and, and when I go into a trade, my first question is basically what's the risk to reward? What am I going to lose if I take this and it doesn't go the way that I want it to go? How much am I going to lose? And am I, and am I okay with that? So a lot of people think about how much they're going to make instead of how much they can lose. And if you do that, you're not paying attention to your risk. 
So like I said, I basically treaded water for the first two years before I started making any kind of money. So, and that's only because my risk was small. My risk when I first started was $100. So if I lost more than $100, that was it, I was done. I'm in timeout, so I can't trade anymore. So that's how I was able to stay in the game, keep learning, keep, you know, fixing my strategy, keep learning more. And then I kind of stumbled upon the strat on accident because when I was learning technical analysis, something still wasn't clicking for me. Like, where do I take profit at? And that's what the strat is really good for doing. It teaches you basically exactly where to get in and where to get out and where your stop, you want to put your stop at. Makes sense. Um, I guess to follow up on that, what do you recommend to someone who, when, when you're, because I, I mean, Jermaine talked about this as well, and I honestly agree with it where, um, you know, when you're taking super low risk or keeping your risk low at the starting, it puts you in a much better position to actually learn and be successful in the long run. Um, mm -hmm. But I guess, what do you recommend for those people who, you know, typically I feel like a lot of people who get into trading are excited to make money or excited to do this, you know, and they're not in it for like, they're not in it for the long-term commitment or they, they need to see some sort of, you know, uh, positive returns or something to stay excited about it, I guess. Um, so I feel like it's a big time commitment to stay in it and continue making these trades and continue learning while taking these, you know, yeah, you're not risking as much, but you're also don't stand to gain as much. So what do you recommend to those people? Well, I feel like the people who want to see money before the process, they're not, they're the ones that kind of fizzle out really fast. You know, I feel like trading is not one of those things like it's, you know, people think, oh, you're, you know, you're a full-time trader. You work from home. You have all this free time. Literally all I do all day long is trading. Like I have less time now, but, uh, and the other thing, so something that we also teach is to start small. So start a small position and then when it starts going your way, then you can add. So we teach not to average down into losers because that's just, you're just red from the jump, which is bad for your psychology. Um, and the, I know like in this time, it's all this AMC and GME hype and it's got people all like wanting to flock into the market and make a bunch of money. They've really got to be careful, you know. I don't know. I don't know what to say to the people who just want to make money and don't want to worry about the risk. I feel like that's not a disciplined way to approach this. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, one thing I'm curious about, so you're you're trading like all day. This is super engaging for you. Like this is your full-time job. And obviously you're, I mean, I know you said you're a full-time mom too, which is crazy. I don't, I don't know how you deal with all that. But when you're looking for trades and you're finding new positions to get into, how do you find those? Like, where do you go to look for your next trade? What do you do to analyze that? How do you kind of get started when you take new positions? So um, I have a set watch list and it's, pretty much fluctuates between like 60 and 70 tickers and literally every night I just scroll through them all. And I don't even at night when I'm looking for a place for the next day, I actually don't use a scanner. I've gotten so fast with my eyes that I just hit the down button and I go through my list and then I look for strat setups. So like 
like Rohan, he knows kind of sort of what a 2-2 reversal is. So I'll look for those. So for instance, Facebook yesterday, it was a two up. And then today I was like, if we break yesterday's low, I want to be short. And then that, that trade worked out perfectly and it hit the, the target. So I'm, well, I didn't take that trade, but I saw it and I looked at it before I came on. I actually didn't trade much today and I'm a little disappointed because we had a really big bear day. But, <laughs> um, so yeah, I just flipped through, I just flipped through my, my watch list. And the other thing about newer traders is information overload is the worst. You feel like you have to know everything. I remember when I first started, you know, I was trying to figure out everything, you know, what what all tickers are in this sector who's you know who's the heaviest holding in this sector it just i was trying to learn absolutely everything and you really don't need to do that you know if you're brand new pick 10 highly liquid that have a lot of volume every day pick 10 tickers look at those only trade those and familiarize yourself with those. You do need to know when earnings are. That's very important. Um, but for newer traders, like just shrink it down, make things simple. Pick a little basket, <clears throat> stick to that basket, only trade that basket. And that has helped. That has helped me a lot too, because I was trying to look for something new every single day. And I was just like, this is, you know, this is too much. So I stick to what works for me and it's more than enough. And in fact, I probably need to cut my list down more because I have too many options during the week. And I'm like, oh, having a hard time deciding which one because we have so many options. So kind of simple is more, you know? Makes sense. Keep it easy. You mentioned a little bit that you like to do shorter. Or when you said short, do you mean like shorting stocks or short time frame in terms of your trades? Shorting stocks. Okay. so And, and short time frame. Yeah. Okay. So that's what I wanted to know too is like, are you mostly in day trades? Are you doing a couple day swings? Like what's your typical? I'm mostly in day trades, but these trades are coming from looking at the daily charts. So I'm looking at the daily charts, but I'm pretty much trading on the hourly and under. And if you just bought like one option contract, you don't have to have a big account. People probably think my account is enormous. It's really not. I don't need a giant account. You know, my goal, I'm not trying, I'm not out here trying to get rich. I'm out here trying to pay my bills. So all I need is one good trade, you know? And I love when I see those things. Like if you make, I don't even know what it is, like $300 a day. So, if you can just make 300 bucks in like a Facebook option contract, it's only going to cost you like 150 bucks to place the trade. You don't need to have $33,000 to buy a hundred shares of Facebook, you know? <laughs> Makes total sense. I love that. Yeah. So just, you know, be picky, be selective. So I teach this, you know, on Twitter, and people really seem to do a good job and understand it. And they ask me and I almost always answer. So if you ever have a question, I just ask that you post a chart with your question. Awesome. 
All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Sarah. It was really awesome to have you on and talk a little bit more about the Strat. I uh, continue to get more and more curious about it, honestly. Um, but I know you mentioned your Twitter right there real quick. Folks, if you want to yes. follow Sarah and ask her questions on Twitter, her handle is in the description. And um, you know, make sure to go there and give her a follow. But thank you so much. Uh, that is all the time we have today. But appreciate you coming on the show. All right. Thank you. It was fun being here. Thanks, Sarah. Appreciate it. Yeah. All right. Have a good one. Folks, uh, that just about does it for first trade today. I know it was a quick one, um, but I'm sure there's so much more we could have gotten into. But definitely check out the previous episode as well. If you are curious about the strat, we dive a little bit more deeply into some more of the basics on that. Um, check out Sarah. And uh, you know what? You'll catch us next week for first trade. Peace. Peace. All right. See you. Welcome to First Trade, the show where we're educating new investors and traders. We recognize that some of us are experienced traders and some of us aren't. That's why we wanted to level the playing field and make the markets accessible to everyone. Thanks for tuning in and we hope you enjoy the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.